Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for the 2022 Profit Approved Podcast with your host, Calvin Rice. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. Today is the most special episode. I kind of don't want to talk. I kind of just want the music to keep going. This song, I don't know. This song gets me... Gets gets me hyped up. Um, anyways, it's it's time for the most the the, the 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 biggest podcast of the football season, the profit approved podcast. It was supposed to be out yesterday, had some issues. I just moved into an apartment, so the setup is a little bare bones. If you're watching on YouTube, you can you can probably tell that the setup is a little bare bones. And hopefully the audio sounds fine. I am gonna be getting some some soundproof paneling foam whatever because because the walls here are pretty thin pretty reverbious so there's kind of an echo but doesn't stop me from getting the profit approved podcast out to you i know a lot of you have drafts next weekend and the weekend after that those are the big times draft i actually was thinking about doing this podcast a few weekends ago i said no 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 i don't want to i don't want to help them if they're drafting too early you guys gotta wait to draft. You gotta wait till preseason. Yeah, how have you all not learned your lesson? Drafting early. It doesn't work out. There's literally, literally no advantage to drafting early. It doesn't mean that your 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 season gets to start. No, you just have to wait and cross your fingers, hope and pray that your players don't bust an ACL. Uh last time I drafted early uh was gosh, it was it was a while ago, but I got uh Darius Geis. First preseason game. I said, after that, no, we're, we're, league, we're not drafting early anymore. Uh, so I learned my lesson. Hopefully you learn your lesson and start drafting with the rest of us. But today's profit-approved podcast is the biggest profit-approved podcast to date. I love that alliteration. Profit-approved. Um, basically, I've got one, two, three, four quarterbacks. I got eight running backs and like nine wide receivers. And then... A kicker of the year. There's one kicker that I am... You, you never feel good about kickers. At least I don't. So when I do feel good about a kicker, when I wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat thinking of a kicker, I know that it's it, it means something. So I figured I'd share my kicker of the year with you all. But uh, without further ado, let's jump right in with the quarterbacks. And the first quarterback is someone who was on this list Last season, I've talked about him all offseason. You all know I love him, but I gotta make it official. That's the point of the Profit Approved Podcast. It's me taking my flag that says Calvin, or, or Profit, I guess, and stabbing it into the heart of the players. If that player exceeds all expectations and wins you the Super Bowl, I'm there with them. You know, And if they bust, 
and and torture team goes down in flames like the Titanic. Not flames, I guess ice, but it's not a great visual. Anyways, then then I'm with there. I I get part of the blame. So that's why this is so fun. So the first quarterback is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, everyone. What do do I have to do to sell you on Jalen Hurts? How about the fact that he's going to run for 700 yards? Does that sound good to you all? He's going to run for 700 yards, okay? Last season, he was the quarterback six. And he threw, I think, 16 passing touchdowns is the number that comes to my head. He was not a good passer. The season was pretty bad, but he was still an absolute beast. Why? Because he runs the ball. He runs the ball. And now we know he's going to continue running the ball, but we also know that he has A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith's second year in the NFL. He's going 6.09. He's going mid and sixth round. Way too late for Jalen Hurts. You're all too late on Jalen Hurts. Since starting back, what was it? Something week of 2020. Since starting, or I guess 2021. Since starting in football, he is as good as Patrick Mahomes when it comes to fantasy football. He actually has more 25-plus point games. That is how good Jalen Hurts has been. But he's still being drafted mid-sixth round, which is absurd. Quarterbacks going before him. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Those quarterbacks are going above Jalen Hurts. Do you want to hear which quarterback should be taken above Jalen Hurts? Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, end of list. Which I guess brings me to the next profit-approved quarterback, Lamar Jackson, guys. The rebound season, the the, 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 the bounce back is going to be in full effect for Lamar Jackson this season. Still as elite of a runner as ever. Still one of the the most exciting players to watch play the game of football. Now he has the running backs back. And I don't think J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are going to be back enough for me to want to draft them in fantasy football. But when we're talking about a real NFL offense, they're back, they're on the field, they open up the offense a whole way that, that, that uh, gosh, who was the runner next year? Was it, was it Mark Ingram? Is that who are they starting? Yeah, in a whole whole new way. And Lamar Jackson is going to capitalize. Mark Andrews is probably going to be the number one tight end again. And I think Rashad Bateman has a breakout and Lamar Jackson finishes as this year's quarterback two. Right behind my next profit-approved quarterback. And this guy, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save him for later. I built it up too much. I want the suspense to keep building. I want you all to be be sitting on the edge of your seat. So I'm going to go with an obvious profit-approved quarterback, and that's Trey Lance. Same shtick with Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts. He's going to run the ball. There we go. (laughs) That is my analysis of Trey Lance. He's going to run the the football. There's a chance Trey Lance sucks as a quarterback and can't throw the ball. And if that happens, he's going to be the quarterback eight. If there's a chance that he is good as a quarterback, he's going to be the quarterback three. You know, that's that's how I view Trey Lance. The floor is like quarterback eight, nine. The ceiling is top three. 
That is just the nature of fantasy football. Fantasy football is a little bit broken with running quarterbacks right now. But if you can find a running quarterback, you got to hit the draft button. And Trey Lance is going 908. His ADP has stayed low because there's kind of not been great reports about him as a passer. And to which I say, I don't care. I don't care about the passing. As long as he can run and get me a baseline of like 18 points each week based on, you know, 200 yards passing, a touchdown here, and then some rush yards. I'm happy with that in the ninth round. And then there's the upside of what if he can throw? So now we get to the final profit-approved quarterback. Someone that I think is going to win MVP this season. Someone that has been in the fantasy scene for a long time. They're not new, but they're on a new offense. And they've got great weapons. And the offense seems to want to let him, hmm, what's the word? Sizzle? No, 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 no. Saute? No, no, no. Cook. Russ is gonna cook. Russell Wilson is my number one profit-approved quarterback this season. I've never been all in on Russell Wilson. He always scares me a little bit, but he's always good. And this season, I think, is going to be the best season yet for Russell Wilson in terms of fantasy football points. He is an elite quarterback. He is one of the best deep ball throwers, and he has Cortland Sutton, statistically speaking, when healthy, one of the best deep ball catchers. Russell Wilson is going mid-seventh round. That's a good place to take your quarterback. That's when, you know, Brady's going, you know, you wait another round, get Dak. Russell Wilson is going to be this year's MVP, and the Broncos are my Super Bowl prediction. You heard it here. You heard it here. So all in on Russell Wilson, which I think we can start off the running back segment of the Profit Approved podcast. With his running back, Javante Williams. Javante Williams is the first, not my all-inist, but but the first profit-approved running back. So Javante Williams battled Melvin Gordon for touches all year last year, but when he played, it wasn't as efficient, but just watching him play and seeing how he creates yards and jukes defenders and carries defenders... I was all in on it. And when those reports were coming out that Melvin Gordon was going to be gone, I, I had Javante ranked top five. I really did. Melvin Gordon signs back. I go, oh, gosh. There goes Javante's breakout season. There it goes. But then the higher I got on Russell Wilson and this Broncos team as a whole, the more I was thinking, you know, I think Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon could both succeed. And I actually, at ADP, like Melvin Gordon, where he's being drafted, I think he'll he'll outperform that. But I think Javante Williams, even in a bit of a timeshare, can help you win your, your championship this year. I, I think he's that level of talent. And if something happens to Melvin Gordon, if something happens to Melvin Gordon, or if Javante Williams does something crazy, then I think the ceiling for Javante Williams is ridiculous. Javante Williams is right now being drafted 211, very end or early third round, end of second, third round. That is the floor. 
He's ranked consensusly RB15. That's the floor. That's if it's a timeshare the whole season with Melvin Gordon. He's a good pick there. He's a good pick at 211. But the ceiling, if something happens to Melvin Gordon, or if they just decide he's better and we're giving him a bigger workload, 80-20 split, the upside in that situation, you know what running backs I would take ahead of him? Christian McCaffrey, Jonathan Taylor, Dalvin Cook, and then Javante Williams. I would take him as the RB4 if Melvin Gordon wasn't there. That is how incredibly talented and how juicy this situation is for Javante Williams. So draft Javante Williams where he is right now because that's the floor. That's if he doesn't exceed expectations. And even if he doesn't, you're still getting someone who's most likely going to outperform the ADP of the running back 15. The next running back is someone that you all have known that I love since... I think the first TikTok I I talked about him was the night he was drafted. Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne officially profit approved for 2022. It was funny. Uh, I was watching preseason last night, and I was thinking, man, Travis Etienne just looks good. He just is explosive. The way he plays football is beautiful. Every play, he got more yards than he should. Quick agile, elusive, explosive. And then there was a play where he got barely tripped up, went down, and he started hitting the ground because if you, could, you could see if he had managed to break that one tackle, he was gone for about a 55-yard touchdown. And I turned to my roommate and I said, I am so glad he did not break that one for a touchdown. I am so glad he didn't. Do you know why? Because I had seen enough from Travis Etienne in college in the limited preseason to know that he is a special player. But the public is still scared of him, given that his ADP is 408. 408. If he had broken that run, it probably would have meant that you would have had to draft him in the third round. Him not breaking that runoff means that his ADP stays 408. (laughs) His ADP stays low. I can't believe how lucky we're getting with Travis Etienne. James Robinson, there's hype because he's going to be healthy enough to play. That's the hype. He's healthy enough to play. No one is saying that he's as good as he was or that he's come back stronger. That is not what any report is saying. James Robinson will get some touches. He'll get the ball. Let's say it's a 50-50 split week one. I believe so strongly that Travis Etienne will outproduce him as a runner that by week four or five, it's a 60-40-65-35 split in the workhorse. But then I also think No matter what's going on with James Robinson, Travis Etienne will be the number two pass catcher on the Jacksonville Jaguars. He'll be the number two pass catcher. So you've got a running back seeing the majority of the carries and then seeing the amount of volume he's going to see through the air as a slot guy with check downs from Trevor Lawrence who checked the ball down more than almost everybody else in the league last year. They've got that chemistry. The offensive line has proved... I cannot, I cannot not draft Travis Etienne. People told me, should I wait for Travis Etienne to fall to the fifth or take him in the fourth, even though it's a reach? I said, that's a reach? It's a steal in the fourth. He should be being drafted second round. Him being in the RB dead zone with 
Brees Hall, David Montgomery, Josh Jacobs. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The fact that Cam Akers is being drafted around earlier than Travis Etienne is comical. It's comical. That is a situation where we know it's a timeshare, and he's coming off a brutal Achilles injury. Travis Etienne's Liz Frank injury, you come back from that way better than Achilles, way better than ACLs. He's been fine. He's been playing fully in, in training camp, everything. He's fine. James Robinson still has a little bit ways to go. So the injury is different with Travis Etienne. The volume is going to be great. The production is going to be there too. He's just a special football player. We all saw it in college. If you watch him in preseason, he gets the ball. You can't take your eyes off of him. You just can't. The next player, this one's a little surprising because I haven't talked about him in several months. I posted only one TikTok about him. I posted a YouTube video about him. But I talked about the Tyreek Hill trade and who wins the trade. And I said to you all, if you remember, the biggest winner of this trade was not Tua, was not Waddle, was not MVS. Nope. It was Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds on the Dolphins is going to be a top 15 running back. He went to the Dolphins over the Bills, over some other great teams. He was quoted saying, I wanted to play in his scheme. He wants to play on the outside zone offense. He's the guy. I know they've got Sony Michelle, who's Sony Michelle, and I know that they've got Raheem Mostert, who can't stay healthy for more than three games a season. But the money was put into Chase Edmonds. He's actually top 15, I think, right now in highest paid running backs. They put money invested into Chase Edmonds. He wanted to play in a very specific scheme, and he's a good runner. Throughout his career, I think he's sixth in terms of um, in terms of, of, of points per touch. I'm pretty sure that's a stat. But I'm going to pull up a few more of his advanced metrics just to convince you because I know no one really... No one is high on Chase Edmonds. Last year, he averaged 5.7 yards per touch, which was seventh in the entire NFL. And if you go back to last season, he was good. He started off the season strong. He is a great running back who's in a great situation. So Chase Edmonds is being drafted hilariously low. Chase Edmonds is being drafted in the ninth round. The ninth round for the starting running back on what should be a good offense. Absolute steal. And Chase Edmonds isn't someone I'm saying is going to be top 10. I'm saying he's going to be top 15. But in the ninth round, you can't find a starting running back. It's it's insane that Chase Edmonds is being so underhyped. So Chase Edmonds is profit-approved. The next profit-approved running back is based mostly on ADP, and it's Damian Pierce being drafted in the 12th round. I assume the ADP will rise, but can't rise that high given that we're drafted in the next two weeks. <laughs> Pierce is all but named the starting running back for the Houston Texans. Damian Pierce is a very good running back who will be starting on what should be a decent offense. People will stop there and say, oh, hold up, it's the Texans. Yes, the Texans with Davis Mills, who showed a lot of potential 
last season. Davis Mills was arguably the best rookie quarterback. They've got weapons, and I think that he is going to surprise people. And I don't think the Texans are going to be good, but I don't think it's the type of offense that you necessarily need to stay away from. So Damian Pierce is someone that, based on ADP alone, I am all in on, and he's profit-approved. He's going to be top 20, and you're drafting him when your opponents are drafting their kickers. The next one, this is the first time I've had two players profit-approved in one. It's Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I, 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 I like them both a lot for different reasons. There are 170 vacated targets with Devontae Adams and MVS leaving. That is a lot of targets. Alan Lazard, who is profit spoiler alert, Alan Lazard will see a lot of those. The rookies will see some of those, but Rodgers, historically speaking, doesn't throw to the rookies that much. And he just came out tearing into them about the drops. So I'm not as all into Romeo Dobbs as a lot of people are on TikTok. I don't think that it's, I think it's preseason hype. Aaron Jones is going to be a massive benefactor, though. I think we'll see Aaron Jones line up in slot a lot more this season. I think he's still going to be getting the ball as a running back and check downs, but I think he's also going to see volume as a receiver. That's why he's profit-approved. But when he's lined up as a receiver, you know who's going to be getting the carries? A.J. Dillon. So A.J. Dillon, who's being drafted a lot lower, actually, than Aaron Jones, He's going in the mid-sixth round. A.J. Dillon will probably be a top 15 running back. That's how I view A.J. Dillon. And he has the upside of multi-touchdown games because he's such a good goal line back. And Aaron Jones, who's being drafted in the end of the second round, is going to be a top eight running back, I think. So consensus-wise, Aaron Jones is ranked 12th, and A.J. Dillon is currently ranked 26. This is all like ESPN, fantasy footballers, kind of a consensus. They're go- both going to massively outproduce that. I actually like, in terms of ADP, Dylan Moore. As I said, Aaron Jones is ranked 12th. He's, I think he'll finish you know, RB7, RB8. AJ Dylan ranked 26th. I think he finishes RB14, 15. Both are steals. Both are going to outproduce their ADPs. I like AJ Dylan a bit more, but you got to profit approve both of them because of that situation. So A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are profit-proved. The next is DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift gets the profit-approved badge this year. It's, it's based on a few things. The offensive line and the offense as a whole is going to be better this year. And I think DeAndre Swift is one of the most, if not the most talented running back right now in the NFL. He is a ridiculously good pass catcher. Line up as a wide receiver, torch anyone. On the goal line, he's great. He's got power. He's quick. He's got acceleration, burst. He's got moves. And this offense is going to be good enough that that he'll see more touchdowns. That's one of the things that's kind of held Lions players back in the past. Their yards, there's garbage time too. But the touchdowns opportunities are, are few and far between. But I think the offense is going to be better this year. And I think that DeAndre Swift, I don't have reason to believe he'll get injured again. 
his injuries haven't been exactly like the same thing getting injured over and over. It's more kind of flu or unlucky. I don't think he's injury prone yet. So I think DeAndre Swift, if he stays healthy, can finish as the overall RB1. He's that type of player. And Jared Goff likes passing to the running backs like he always did with Todd Gurley. I just think DeAndre Swift is going to have his full breakout season this year. He's one of my favorite running backs, and he's fully profit-approved. The next is Saquon Barkley, someone that I have preached will be a bust for the past two, three seasons. Saquon Barkley's had it tough. The ACL tear, and like usual, the year after the ACL tear was not himself. That's just how it goes with ACL tears. But then last year, where he should have been good, he was good, and then he had a fluke injury. He stepped on someone's foot, destroyed his ankle. A fluke injury. Nothing that makes me believe that he himself is injury prone. But people are out on Saquon. People have this idea that he's made a glass. He's going end, 2-12, end of the second round, early third round. That is the cheapest Saquon Barkley has ever been. And I have issues with Daniel Jones and the offense as a whole. But third round Saquon Barkley? <laughs> I don't care about the offensive line anymore. That's where I've cared in the past. It was because he was being the you know fourth pick off the board. He's still the same player, still the same situation, just two rounds cheaper. So Saquon Barkley is probably the best bargain player in fantasy football this year. Same player, same situation as always, two rounds cheaper. The player you drafted last year in the first round, you can get two rounds cheaper and nothing's different. Draft Saquon Barkley. He's going to be insane in the PPR leagues. Top seven running back this season. And now, the hardest thing I've ever done on a podcast is the next and last profit-proof running back. I've got tears in my eyes. I I, I don't want to do this, but I got to trust my gut. My gut's telling me that Miles Sanders needs to be profit-approved. I'm not even going to give any reasons. I'm too ashamed. I'm too ashamed of myself to give back back up my, my beliefs. I'm sorry if I've let you down, but the ADP, I can't ignore it. He's going in the seventh round. He averaged over five yards of carry last season on a run-heavy team with one of the best offensive lines, and he's going in the seventh round. I don't care if he shares the workload. I don't care anymore. His ADP is so low, and now there's all the hamstring tweak. His ADP is going to fall again. And here's why Miles Sanders is so profit-approved, even if he's injured, (laughs) even if he doesn't stay healthy. Because you only need him to stay healthy for a month for for him to outperform the ADP. First game, Lions, Vikings, Commanders, Jaguars, Cardinals. That's how he opens up. That's how he starts. Bad rush defenses. If you just get him for Lions, Vikings, Commanders, and Jaguars, he's going to outperform that ADP. Trade him high, sell him high, do whatever you got to do to get him off your team. But Miles Sanders is going to be one of the hottest players after one month of football. And everyone will be like, oh my gosh, how did we miss? And I'll be standing here saying, guys, I told you, I tried telling you. And then I'm going to say now, abandon ship. It's going to crash down in flames because it's Miles Sanders. 
that is where I am on Miles Sanders at this point, but I can't sixth, seventh round. I just can't pass on him. I just can't force myself to do it. Okay? I I hope you can understand and forgive me. Wide receivers. Let's talk wide receivers. C.D. Lamb is profit-proofed. Here, here we go. Here's, here's my reasoning. And this one I'm going to keep brief because it's very simple. C.D. Lamb is the wide receiver one on one of the pass-heaviest teams in the NFL for a coach that is stubbornly pass-happy, Mike McCarthy. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, Amari Cooper's gone, and Michael Gallup won't be ready. There we go. There you go. Oh, and, and Zeke is kind of past his prime. Yeah, so the Cowboys' offense is going to be C.D. Lamb. If you believe the Cowboys' offense is going to be trash, okay, fine, don't draft C.D. Lamb. But if you believe that the Cowboys' offense is still going to be one of the better offenses like it has since Mike McCarthy got there, then C.D. Lamb has to be in your top six wide receivers. I think C.D. Lamb is going to go nuts this year. I think he has that full-on breakout. I love C.D. Lamb. Next up is Michael Pittman. For those who listen to the podcast, I know I took him off the list. I put him back on. A little like Miles Sanders, I have to trust my gut in this situation. Michael Pittman is a player that since his rookie year, I have believed in from a talent perspective. The second I watched him play, I went, oh, it's young Michael Thomas. He's going mid-fourth round right now, which is a fine price. And I've talked extensively that statistically speaking, Matt Ryan has not fallen off. The, the the Falcons fell off, yeah, big time. But Matt Ryan himself can still throw the ball efficiently. He has always in his career supported a bona fide fantasy football wide receiver. Michael Pittman's body build, size, speed, hands, he's a wide receiver one. Michael Pittman is going to be a top 10 wide receiver this season, and he's being drafted too low because people are scared of Matt Ryan. And I don't think you need to be scared. I don't think you need to be scared. Alec Pierce, I talked about he's going to be relevant enough to make Michael Pittman not have the full-on breakout. I still believe that. Where I was before really researching Michael Pierce was Michael Pittman can be top five. I'm fading him, but he's still profit-proof based on ADP. There you go. And now, before we get to the next two wide receivers, I would like to thank today's sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a, a company I'm very thankful for. I wouldn't be able to do the podcast without them sponsoring the show. So big kudos to them. But one of my favorite things to do with Prize Picks is before the season starts, is bet overs and unders on what are called NFL futures. That's where you bet on not game stats, but season long stats. I won over 200 bucks overing Najee Harris. And undering, uh, who was it? I think Zeke last season. Those were the two bets. And I won a bunch. And I wanted to read to you what I'm betting on right now. So this is for a whole season. This is to win 100 bucks. this bet. Cam Akers, 900.5 rush yards, under. Travis Etienne Jr., 700.5 rush yards, over. Mike Evans, 10.5 receiving touchdowns, over with Gronk gone. Cortland Sutton, six receiving touchdowns, over. That is a $10 bet. Hit them all, 100 bucks. The other one, 
same same amount. AJ Brown, listen to this stat, 2.5 100-plus receiving yard games. Smashing the over. That means if AJ Brown has three 100-yard games, I hit the over. Easy. Russell Wilson, who's profit approved, 4.5 300-plus yard pass games, demolishing the over. Aaron Rodgers, 3.5 300-plus yard pass games, demolishing the over again. Jalen Hurts, 10.5 interceptions. I'm taking the under. I think he's improved as a passer, and the offense is still pretty run-heavy. I'm taking the under on those interceptions. And then everyone, Chris Lave, 715.5 receiving yards, smashing. And I mean smashing that over as well. And when you download prize picks using my promo code, promo code PROFIT, P-R-O-F-F-E-T, you're entered in the next giveaway which I have several items I'm about to show. So if you're watching on YouTube, this is a Cortland Sutton autographed mini helmet. Very, very nice piece of memorabilia. Uh, kind of a, a teaser onto the next Profit Proof wide receiver. And then I'll give another teaser. I'm giving away several football cards. This is a Marquise Hollywood Brown rookie card, numbered 15 out of 20. It's autographed, has his college jersey in there. This is a Marquise Hollywood Brown diamond card. So this is number out of 25, has an autograph and a diamond in it. I think he's going to have a breakout season. And then in honor of the late Dwayne Haskins, I'm going to give away one of my favorite cards I've ever purchased. This Dwayne Haskins uh, patch card with an autograph. It's numbered 10 out of 10. It's a rookie card. And it has his autograph and a patch that is part of the Redskins jersey logo. So awesome card. Decided to give that away in honor of him. So those are the three cards I'm going to be giving away soon. The Cortland Sutton autograph mini helmet. I'm also going to do some Madden giveaways and a jersey giveaway. So download PrizePix using promo code PROFIT today. Now, the next PROFIT-approved player can I give it away. Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton is PROFIT-approved. He was my very first profit-approved player way back, I think, four years ago. He tore his ACL that season. So hopefully making him profit-approved again doesn't... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, if he tears his ACL, you all can blame me. But Corlin Sutton is going to be the wide receiver one for Russell Wilson in this offense. I don't think it's Jerry Judy. Corlin Sutton is one of the best deep threat and red zone threat wide receivers in the league. He's just struggled with bad quarterbacks and staying healthy. But if he's healthy, which I have no reason to just believe he won't be, and his quarterback is good, which I already addressed, Russell Wilson, I think Cortland Sutton can be a top six wide receiver in fantasy football. I see no reason not to. Russell Wilson has always supported a top-tier wide receiver in fantasy football, whether it was Tyler Lockett or Doug Baldwin or DK Metcalf. And you got to choose who's it going to be, Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton. Personally, for me, I have seen way more from Cortland Sutton than I've seen from Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy, I know great college prospect. I know he's talented. But through his 26 games in the NFL, I haven't seen it. I just haven't seen anything. You can say the quarterback's been bad, so was Sutton's. And he did a lot more with his opportunities than Jerry Judy. So Cortland Sutton, wide receiver one. Draft him. He's profit-approved. The next is the other giveaway item. Marquis Hollywood Brown. Marquis Hollywood Brown is profit-approved. 
Marquise Holly Brown is going to be the, the 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 perfect example of the wide receiver third year breakout. First year, rocky. Second year, oh, some flashes. This year, third year, sustained production. He's with his college quarterback, Kyler Murray, on a pass-heavy, high-powered offense, at least through the first eight weeks. <laughs> and I think that he's going to be the wide receiver one for the, the Cardinals. And I know we're going to have eight weeks, I believe it is, where it's just him, and he's going to be nuclear throughout those first eight weeks. And even when DeAndre Hopkins returns, I still think that the connection with Holly O'Brown will sustain. And Holly O'Brown essentially is going to transition into the 1B instead of the wide receiver 2 on this team. So I am all in on Marquise Holly Brown, someone I've always thought was talented as a deep threat receiver. I think he will really thrive in this offense. That's why I bought these cards. I give away players that I believe in. Cortland Sutton, Holly O'Brown, the Josh Allen card from long ago. <laughs> but I, I got another card of his to give away because I, I, I'm i all in on him now. And then this next profit-approved wide receiver should be no shock to anyone. Uh, Chris Olave. He's profit-approved. Chris Olave is profit-approved. Here's the deal with Chris Olave. They traded up a bit to go up two picks and draft Chris Olave when other good wide receivers were going to be available. Available. That told me that they have plans for him not just being a wide receiver, but being the wide receiver one. Now, as I've said before, I do not believe Michael Thomas will be his full self. I don't believe it. I have to see it before I can believe it. If Michael Thomas is his full self, then I think Chris Olave will be a top 24 wide receiver. Ceiling max is out at 15, 15 to 24. Still far outproducing his current ADP, which is in the middle of the ninth round. But if Michael Thomas is not fully himself, I think Chris Olave is a top 10 guy. I really do. Wide receivers from Ohio State have histories of just coming in and being more pro-ready than any other type of wide receiver. And I fully believe Chris Olave will be that next guy. So you all knew what was happening, but yeah. Then Ellen Lazard is profit-approved simply based on the fact that there are 170 vacated targets. Aaron Rodgers was asked about him and said, yes, obviously he's going to be the wide receiver one, and I think he's going to make the transition smoothly. That's what Aaron Rodgers said. A lot of people have gotten hyped on Romeo Dobbs. I'm not buying the hype because Aaron Rodgers, someone who never throws to rookies, came out and scolded all the wide receivers, rookies, for dropping the ball. So Ellen Lazard, based on volume alone and having Aaron Rodgers at the helm, will massively outproduce his ADP. His ADP is middle of the ninth round, just with Chris Olave. I love the ninth round, guys. And <laughs> he's ranked right now wide receiver 40. Let's pretend Alan Lazard sucks, which I don't think he does, but let's just pretend. Even if he sucks, if I, if I told you he's going to be the, the wide receiver one, for Aaron Rodgers. Would you draft him before, you know, 40 other wide receivers? Yeah, you would. You'd be a lot higher on him. So answer, ask yourself the question. Is Alan Lazard going to be the wide receiver one this year for the Packers? If you don't think so, go ahead. Skip him. 
But I know what I believe. I cannot say it's going to be Romeo Dobbs because I have never seen Aaron Rodgers heavily target a rookie in my lifetime. Alan Lazard's the wide receiver one. Therefore, he's profit approved because his quarterback is Aaron Rodgers and his coach is great. That's also he's an athletic freak with great hands who had four touchdowns in the last five games and has been heating up for the past two years. But we'll just say he sucks. He's still profit approved. <laughs> then the other two, the final two, I kind of am just going to mention briefly because they're already being drafted really early, so you don't need much persuasion. But Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson is my wide receiver one, and Jamar Chase is my wide receiver two. Justin Jefferson is going to be amazing. He just is. He, he just is. He the, the re, he's he's a top three wide receiver right now, but the offense has gotten a lot better. And I think that this year he just is consistently 25 points a game. And I think that he is going to dominate and and be this year's kind of Cooper Cup two seasons ago, Devontae Adams. And then Jamar Chase is my wide receiver too, but if you want to take him first overall, I wouldn't be mad. Jamar Chase possesses more upside than any other player in the NFL. Yep, that's it. He possesses more upside than any player in the NFL. The consistency will be a struggle still. I don't think he will be perfectly consistent. I think he'll be more consistent, hence me making him my wide receiver uh, a two. But the fact that he can go out against the Chiefs and put up 50 points, you, you can't find that anywhere else. As a rookie, I'm I'm all in on Chase. And I haven't talked about him much before because everyone loves Jamar Chase. But I think he's going to have a ridiculous second season. I think he's going to be ridiculous. All right. I'm going to give a few honorable mentions. Players that I really like that don't quite get the stamp of approval. So honorable mentions before the kicker of the year. My honorable mention wide receiver is Christian Kirk. It's Christian Kirk. Jaguars put a lot of money into him. He's going to be their wide receiver one, and if Trevor Lawrence is good at all, he's gonna he's gonna be very good, probably top twenty. And if Trevor Lawrence is still bad, he's still gonna outperform his ADP, which is pretty much non-existent. So Christian Kirk, I don't think he's gonna be winning leagues, but end of your draft, take him. I really like Christian Kirk, a quarterback who was almost profit approved. This is kind of funny, but seeing as I have his wide receiver, was Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott is going to have a great season, a fantastic season. The reason he's not profit-approved is because one thing has to go wrong for his season to derail completely. If something happens to C.D. Lamb, I think Dak Prescott is blown. Well, not like like bad. So he wasn't profit-approved for that specific reason. But if that offense all stays healthy, I love Dak Prescott this season. And then a running back who wasn't quite profit-approved, but I really like, is Amir White, late in drafts. He's on the um, on the, the Raiders. I think that he is a very talented player, and I'm not a massive believer in Josh Jacobs. So Zamir White, 17th round, essentially undrafted. 
I recommend taking him with your final pick or keeping your eye on him throughout the first few weeks. He's the type of player who there's a chance that he you know never sees a field, but if he gets opportunity, I think he will produce. So those are some honorable mentions. And now, the highest anticipated part of the show, the kicker of the year. Who is it? That kicker that I've been lying awake at night thinking of, dreaming of, dreaming while awake. That's how insane this kicker is going to be. Harrison Bucker. Harrison Bucker is going to have a fantastic season as kicker. High, high-powered offense with a great coach that doesn't have a good goal line running back and doesn't have Tyreek Hill, they're going to stall out at the 35-40 so often this season. And Butker, he's going to be crazy. People ask me, hey, do you like doing leagues without kickers? No, no. Keep the kickers. Just draft Harrison Butker, okay? Draft Harrison Butker. That does it. That's that's the end of the Profit Approved Podcast, the highest anticipated podcast from a fantasy football analyst in Lexington, Kentucky of the year. We made it. Next podcast will probably be just like preseason recap since this was the last real week of preseason talk about some players. But this is the podcast that you need to listen to. Write down players, compare with other rankings. This is my flag in the player's chest podcast so thank you all so much for listening and um yeah draft those guys just do it (laughs) see you next time